If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Do you like the theme song to Cheers, Gin Martinis with Two Olives, or Bird Watching? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast now. Is that good? As the podcast intro mentions to this show, I believe strongly in the importance of nurturing your entire mind, body, and spirit connection in order to run a healthy business and to live a balanced life. So I've decided to dive into my favorite bits of wisdom that I've leaned on and learned from and share them with you here. If you missed episode number 44, I do a little bit of uh, diving into the basics of meditation if you're one of those people that say they can't meditate or they hate it or they don't know how to do it or they don't get it. Um, Check that one out. I really believe that more business podcasts need a dose of all of the pieces that make up the entrepreneurial journey, not just the how-to business stuff. So first, if you haven't listened to episode 11, the introduction to the seven laws, go back quick and do that. It'll give you a much better idea of what this series will be all about. The book's in seven parts, and this is part five, but the introduction episode will be really helpful and give you a sense of what's going on here. So that's episode 11. I'll be doing these episodes every few weeks. So keep an eye out for the seven laws episodes if you're planning to follow along and join the conversation. So far, if you'd like a quick review or need to get caught up besides episode 11, there's episodes 17, 23, 30, and 37. So once again, if you'd like to review the chapters we've covered so far or get caught up because it's the first time you've heard about the seven laws thing, the episode numbers are episodes 11, 17, 23, 30, and 37. So today is chapter 5, the law of intention and desire. Okay, today is chapter 5, the law of intention and desire. Quote, inherent in every intention and desire is the mechanics for its fulfillment. Intention and desire in the field of pure potentiality have infinite organizing power. And when we introduce an intention in the fertile ground of pure potentiality, we put this infinite organizing power to work for us, end quote. Okay, so if you've listened to the other episodes, the other Seven Laws episodes, I like to summarize some of the the bigger points that resonated with me from the chapter. These chapters are really short, but they're incredibly dense. So that's why I always recommend that you grab a copy of the book, read through each chapter yourself, underline what resonates with you. But these are the things that um, I'm going to cover. I'm paraphrasing. I'll let you know when I'm direct quoting. And uh, here we go. So 
In this chapter, Deepak Chopra suggests the whole universe in its essential nature is the movement of energy and information. The only difference between you and a tree is the informational and energy content of your respective bodies. So just remembering that everything around you is made up of energy is a, a really important part of all of this, all of these teachings. Uh, quote, I am that, you are that, all is that, and that's all there is, end quote. That is uh, a really interesting piece to just think about. I'll quote it one more time. I am that, you are that, all is that, and that's all there is. So just the idea of connectivity, of energy, of everything bouncing off each other all the time. Um, so you can consciously change the energy and informational content of your own quantum mechanical body and therefore influence the energy and informational content of your extended body, which is your environment and your world, and cause things to manifest in it. So the idea with this is just consciously changing your energy and informational content. That, that can be as simple as just changing your attitude, taking a deep breath. Have you ever walked into a room and... Two people were having a little bit of an argument and maybe like maybe you walk into like the lunch area at the office or something and you can see that people are having sort of a tense discussion. You didn't overhear them, but you just know that there's a vibe going on. And that's that's energy. We're all putting that out all the time. In the same way that you can get a really warm, welcoming, loving energy from someone, we are we are constantly emitting all kinds of signals. So you can change the energy of your own body and influence, therefore everything around you, your environment and your world. So that's, you know, just a reminder that, that the way that we carry ourselves in the world, the way that we behave, the choices that we make are, are powerful. So the next one, and this one is, it's, it's very simple, but I think, I think it's, uh, it's something that I come back to all the time, especially when I'm having a hard time with something. But whatever you put your attention on will grow stronger in your life. Whatever you put your attention on will go stronger will grow stronger in your life. So this is uh, something I've mentioned in earlier episodes. Called, like I like to call it feeding the monster. Let's say someone does something that wasn't very nice and you spend a great deal of your day telling all your friends and your family, so-and-so did this. Can you believe so-and-so did that? So-and-so did this. I can't believe so-and-so is doing this. We have this weird human thing that makes us want to like tell people just to make ourselves feel better um, what's going on with us. And whenever you put your attention on something, it feeds it. It makes it grow stronger. So this, this similar idea came up in a previous episode, but my recommendation is to turn your attention away from it. Even if it's just for a few seconds, even if you're, it bounces right back because it's a really big problem in, in your life right now, turn your attention towards something that makes you feel better. And that can be as simple as a, a cup of coffee or a snuggle with your cat. doesn't matter. Um, another part of this chapter is accepting the present and intending the future. So what, what, is, what is happening right now all around you has already happened. It's, it's, it's happened. What's manifested in front of you the organization or disorganization around you, whatever is physically in your environment, wherever you find yourself. It's an accumulation of everything that's already happened to bring you to this place. But intend your future. You can intend your future. And that's that simple shift in energy and how your energy field bounces off everyone else's and can make a big difference in how your life unfolds. So if you have life-centered present moment awareness, uh, then the imaginary obstacles that we all create for ourselves, the monsters that we feed, disappear. One-pointed intention is a quality of attention that is unbending in its fixity of purpose. So when you 
have an intention and it is laser focused and you you revisit that over and over and again, it becomes a huge, huge part of your reality and really, really interesting things start to happen in your life. So I, uh, I do a little sort of pointing out of some of the main concepts in each chapter and then Deepak Chopra does a summary at the end of each chapter of how to implement these things into your life. And this is what I generally read directly from. So number one, slip into the gap. This means to center yourself in that silent space between thoughts. Go into the silence, that level of being, which is your essential state. Number two, established in that state of being, release your intentions and desires. When you're actually in the gap, there's no thought, there's no intention. But as you come out of the gap, at that junction between the gap and thought, you introduce the intention. If you have a series of goals, you can write them down and have your intention focused on them before you go into the gap. If you want a successful career, for example, you go into the gap with that intention and the intention will already be there as a faint flicker in your awareness. Releasing your intentions and desires in the gap means planting them in the fertile ground of pure potentiality and expecting them to bloom when the season is right. You do not want to dig up the seeds of your desires to see if they are growing or get rigidly attached to the way in which they will unfold. You simply want to release them. I really like that one. Um, just the idea of we, of having some trust, I think, is the word that I would use. You know, when we plant a seed, for example, that's the word he uses, but we we kind of trust that it's going to like go through this process. So when you have an intention or a desire in your life for something that that's important to you, just trust trust that it's going to happen. Let it go, and uh, continue to have carry yourself with positive energy. All right, number three, remain in the state of self-referral. This means remain established in the awareness of your true self, your spirit, your connection to the field of pure potentiality. It also means not to look at yourself through the eyes of the world or allow yourself to be influenced by the opinions and criticisms of others. A helpful way to maintain that state of self-referral is to keep your desires to yourself. Do not share them with anyone else unless they share the exact same desires that you have and are closely bonded with you. Number four, relinquish your attachment to the outcome. This means giving up your rigid attachment to a specific result and living in the wisdom of uncertainty. It means enjoying every moment in the journey of your life, even if you don't know the outcome. That's a tough one for a lot of people, but I think it's a really important one. Five, let the universe handle the details. Your intentions and your desires when released in the gap have infinite organizing power. Trust that infinite organizing power of intention to orchestrate all the details for you. Remember that your true nature is one of pure spirit. Carry the consciousness of your spirit wherever you go. Gently release your desires and the universe will handle the details for you. So this is a pretty intense chapter um, and I hope that some of it resonated with you. But as always, I, I really think you'll get more out of it if you actually read the chapter yourself. I'm just sort of paraphrasing and pointing out the basics here. But this is a lot of the sort of law of attraction stuff you may have heard before and it can really, really be powerful in business. You know, being clear, being positive and trusting about intentions and desires you have that your, you know, goals that you have in your life, it, it works wonders if you, if you release it and, um, and just move on and, and, and enjoy your life. So I'm hearing a little construction coming through the mic. I hope, uh, I hope that's not too loud on your end. And that's a great place to sign off for today. Thank you for listening. Remember, if you want to catch up on the other seven laws episodes, they are 11, 17, 23, 30, and 37. This is the seven spiritual laws of success by Deepak Chopra. 
I probably didn't even say that in the beginning, but there it is. So uh, that's what we're referencing here. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's a very small book, but incredibly powerful. So I recommend grabbing a copy. If any of this interests you even a little bit, I think you'll get more out of it if you read through it on your own and, and underline stuff and revisit it. So until next time, love and light. And remember, in all that you want to achieve, consistency is key.